0: Welcome to Season 5, Episode 16 of the Family Travel Australia Podcast. We are Paul, Katie and Jasper from the Feel Good family. Join us as we explore this great country, Australia, its people, places and cultures. Yeah.
1: Yes, welcome to the Family Travel Podcast, where we share the latest in RV industry news, road trip travel, caravanning, camping, where to stay, what to do, product reviews, so much more. Thank you for joining us.
0: All right, this is it, the big one, our lessons from Alapia, part three of a three-part series. After 80,000 kilometers, two and a half years traveling this great country of ours full-time, we have got a lot to share. <laughs> We've learned a lot, baby. <laughs> all right. We uh, also want to give a wrap up on our ebook. It has turned into a mammoth project for Katie.
1: It sure has. It's wow. so exciting, though. The more we were adding, the more we realized oh, let's put this in, let's put that in, let's make this really a one stop shop for all. All of that information and those details that you need. Everything from, you know, hitching, checklists, safety, details, all of these lessons that we have spoken about over this three-part series, budgeting, planning, recipes, favourite gear, links, apps, maps. You, Resources,
0: you name it, it is unbelievable. Uh-huh. Every single uh, contact number in each of the states, if you're after some emergency contact details, you've got templates in there for your own emergency uh, checklist. Mm-hmm. It is jam packed, it is awesome. I'm so impressed nah.
1: with it. Oh, thank yeah. you, Tal. You're it's, amazing. uh It's been a labor of love, but I'm so excited that it is finally together available on our website for a small purchase fee and hopefully loads of value for you, no matter whether you are starting out a greenie like we were with absolutely no idea, nervous about everything, or whether you are, you know, experienced and already Mm. rolling down the road, there is something in here for
0: everyone. Love it. Well done. All right, get yourself a copy of that, download it to your device so you've got it with you when you are Getting on the road. Awesome. Here we go. Okay, first episode was around purchasing, planning, and preparation. Last week we talked about gear must-haves, safety, and security. Mm-hmm. This week we are talking about what we've learnt from our lap year and the things we would do differently.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, really good information in this one, particularly – With the things that we would do differently. It was interesting once we got talking about this. You know, there were a number of things that we were both on the same page with. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We would change that or we would think differently now that we are two and a half years in. So excited to share that with you as well. What we've learnt from our lap year again, our 80,000 kilometres around the country so far. There's no order to this. There's no rhyme or reason. We basically did a massive brain dump. We've put it all down on paper and these are little gems, hopefully little nuggets of information and inspiration to help you.
0: Let's get into it. What we've learnt. First thing, Slow down.
1: Yes. Oh, it's actually a really good mantra for life, but we are referring to the speed that you drive, particularly if you are towing, you know, a caravan or Mm -hmm. or any RV behind you. Not only is it safer, you're also going to save some money, you know, burning up as much fuel. True. You see more as well. You'll have a much more enjoyable experience. So just slow down a little bit.
0: That's true, actually. The amount of wildlife that we get to see, Mm. opposed to maybe hitting. Yes. Very good.
1: Yeah, it's amazing.
0: All right, drive to the conditions. Uh, This seems very obvious, but it amazes us. Mm. Generally around the shoulder of school holidays and during school holidays, people will absolutely fly past us, towing massive rigs. And we've decided that it's because... A lot of the times they have limited time, so Mm. they they're just trying to get to where they want to get to. But it's crazy.
1: Yeah, better get there safe than uh, not at all. Mm-hmm. Look, the Northern Territory is a perfect example with their 130 kilometre per hour speed limits. Wow. Just because it's there, just because it's on that sign doesn't mean you need to do it, especially if you are towing.
0: It's kind of the same rule with caravans. You know, these modern designed vans or any van really these days that you, you get into has an amazing amount of storage. It blows <laughs> your mind. You don't need to fill those just cupboards. Just because they're there. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, Uh, Always get fuel. Mm. This this is, again, it it seems obvious until you haven't got fuel.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Look, we we actually have a rule, you know, particularly if we're driving in remote areas, if there's a service station and we can easily get in and access that, we will fill up. Even if we've still got three quarters of a tank But we'll make sure that we stop in,
0: fill up. You know, halfway is the limit. That's, you know, if I, mm. I don't really let the truck get past halfway if I can mm. help it. We do have an extended range fuel tank installed in the Hilux. It's 140 litre, which pretty well can get you anywhere.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And also break your bank account.
0: <laughs> True. All right. Check ahead for potable water. Again, it's like fuel water, although probably even more important.
1: Yeah, it really is. And look, it... it- It seems surprising that this would be a lesson that we've learnt, but we certainly have, you know. You're on a mission to get somewhere and then you arrive and you think, damn, we didn't fill those water tanks. There are so many great apps. WikiCamps is a perfect example. So you can check ahead, have a look along your route, find where you can fill up at some of those amazing water stations around the country Always have some boxed water with you too would be our advice. Again, particularly when you are camping out in those remote areas, not all water is equal, even if they tell you it's drinkable.
0: Look, that's right. Remote locations, remote prices, Mm. as we kind of joke, you know, they're not remotely near (laughs) where you'd expect to pay for them. A box of water at Woolies or Coles for a 10 litre is normally around $4.50 to $5.00. Add it to Springs, Kings Canyon, $20. Yeah,
1: look. Same box. Yeah, and. Same water. It is what it is, and you, you really do need to get over that. I think the way I get around it in my head is I think, well, look, it's taken, it's taken a lot for somebody to get this little old box of water oh, out they didn't, here.
0: They didn't walk it out there.
1: Well, no, I know, but they're still <laughs> paying for fuel to get the truck out. Anyway, we digress. Okay, do a load of washing. If you have a washing machine installed in your RV, put a load on before you leave of a morning. If you're on gotcha. a travel day, do your load, let it sit in the machine, and then when you pull up at your new destination, hang it out, easy peasy. All
0: right, freeze meals. This is a great one because the worst question, as I've mentioned, you can ask your wife at the or your partner at the end of the day is
1: what's the dinner? I really don't like that question. Particularly so, on a travel day. Yeah, you don't want to think about it if you're doing a lot of kilometers. You just want to get there, set up, relax. You don't want that stress of, oh God, we don't have groceries. Mm. I just take a meal out of the freezer, pop it in the sink. It defrosts as you travel. How good's that?
0: Now, talking about what are those meals, uh, we do carry our thermo mix with us. Mm. And so we love when we're on a powered side or we can, um, you know, it uses quite a bit of power, Yes, that machine. But yeah. it is fantastic, Kate, will whip up more than we need so that we've got three or four meals frozen in the freezer mm. Awesome.
1: Yeah, really, really good tip. Okie dokie, have healthy snacks available, especially for your travel days because otherwise you'll be pulling into the service stations, the fast food outlets. You'll be buying all of that junk food that you will regret. And I tell you what, it adds up. So just be a little planned, particularly for your travel days. If you've got kids – you will know they are non-stop eaters in the car, so you want to have as many healthy snacks as you can.
0: All right. Be aware of biosecurity. That isn't only uh, at the border crossings between states. It is also in regions. So the one that has got us three times, I know this is unbelievable, but three times have we gone through Sunraysia and had to throw away that delicious, expensive, perfectly fine produce because that's the law.
1: Oh, it's so annoying.
0: Yeah. Look, I mean, a worse outcome would to be uh, in a situation where they did have this pesky little fruit fly mm-hmm. enter their region. So, it totally understand the reasons behind it. Yeah. Gee, it's a hard pill to swallow when you've got to chuck away your produce.
1: It is, or you face big fines. You know, if you do get uh, spot checked there, you will certainly be fined. They take it very seriously. We just end up
0: gorging. We're like, we're (laughs) then crossing over and going, oh God, how much grapes and strawberries can you Mm -hmm. eat?
1: Okay. Don't run out of essential items Namely, toilet chemical. Very, very important. Very important. Just to have some spares of those essentials on hand. Again, especially if you are going to be travelling remotely, it's Mm -hmm. always a good idea just to have a backup plan.
0: All right, trust your gut. We have, again, spoken about this many times before. What do we really mean about that? You know, jokes aside, (laughs) you know, don't don't get wolf creaked, I said last episode, I think, Uh, is... You generally have an internal compass or an internal feeling that that gets you in your gut that says something doesn't quite seem right here. Mm. Back yourself, you're probably spot on.
1: Yeah, absolutely, 100%. Hey, a couple that we missed earlier were make sure you're stopping every couple of hours. Road mm. fatigue is such a big issue in this country. There are so many amazing rest
0: stops. Do you know what's blowing us away? is how well maintained and managed they are. Mm. WA, I mean, there's hundreds of kilometres between locations, sometimes five, 550 Mm kilometres, and there'll be these three or four rest stops that are serviced regularly. There's drop toilets. Some of them have showers. They normally have a couple of dump points, and they allow you to camp there for free. It's really remarkable how well even Northern Territory, all of Mm -hmm. states, how well they manage these areas. Yeah,
1: absolutely. So worth it. It's also a good opportunity to make your kids go to the bathroom. If you're travelling with kids, do it every single time you stop. That's a lesson we continue to learn on the Mm. road.
0: Rookie mistake.
1: And walk around your rig, you know, just do a quick lap around. Yeah. Just do those checks. Make sure everything's looking good. Stabilisers are still up. Yep, lights are still working. We
0: did drop a stabiliser arm as we were heading out of Jinjin.
1: Yes. At the showgrounds. Scary stuff.
0: Great little spot to camp.
1: Yep. Awesome yeah. Awesome spot.
0: Really good. I think it was twenty dollars. There was a caretaker, hot showers. Excellent. Anyway, I digress. Dropping a stabilizer mm. is an incredibly loud and unsettling scary noise. Feeling. Yes. It wasn't that bad, right? But you don't really want that to happen and I could have prevented that by just doing another check.
1: Yeah, yeah, good advice. Okay, talk to your neighbours, whether mm. that's at your caravan park, whether that's at a, a free camp, you know, just make contact Two reasons. Well, you're going to figure out what kind of campers you've got as neighbours. It's also going to create a bit of a buddy system. And, you know, we have we have met some of the most incredible people on the road. We've learnt some of the most amazing tips from other people, mm. recommendations on campsites that you must go and stay at or tips and tricks and you name it. Mm. Campers are cool, most of them anyway.
0: Really, really quick story. We were out in the middle of nowhere, literally the very (laughs) northern west corner of New South Wales, South Australia and Queensland, out near Cameron Corner. We'd gone out through Milparinka, headed out to a very remote sheep station called Pink Pink Alley. Alley. Wow. God, I love that there. Mm
1: -hmm. Zanna and Matt, if you're listening, hello.
0: Awesome. Beautiful people. So welcoming. I mean, that heart of the country in these people. We were coming back down this dusty old, you know, desolate road and there's two caravans, like towing big rigs, just pulled over. And so I pulled over and said, hey, are you guys all cool? Do you need a hand and what's going on? And they said, no, no, we just stopped for lunch. And we went, oh, well, <laughs> safe travel, see ya. We went another 250 kilometres north and came around the loop. They did about the same south and came around the loop and we met at this – Roadside gravel pit, and honestly, and pack saddle. Yes, and then set up a fire and sat around and had some drinks, and it was so cool, wasn't it? Yeah, those experiences really only happen if you make the effort to build community, build trust, build friendships.
1: Oh, I love it! Perfect advice. Okay, plan ahead if you are travelling for an extended period of time or full time or with no end date, think about your vehicle servicing. We noticed as we were travelling, particularly through the Northern Territory, Western Australia, we just couldn't get into a service centre. They were booked so far in advance. Six weeks. Yes. So we kept having to sort of chase that service centre down the coast and we finally managed to get booked in in Perth, which dictated –
0: Geraldton, was it? Somewhere around there. Yeah.
1: Dictated to us, you know, the the speed that we had to travel in to get there to make that service date. So just be prepared for that plan in advance. Awesome. Where are we up to? Here we go. Keep up with your own – Vehicle maintenance, you know, in between those services. Right. So, your tyre pressures, you know, your oil and water checks.
0: Look, in the ebook, uh, we include the four C's of tyre maintenance, which we thank Adam Meredith from the Fire Fireys there in Tasmania mm-hmm. uh, for sharing this. This is what they do on their fire service vehicles every day. Excellent advice. Mm-hmm. In fact, his whole maintenance schedule was Amazing. spot on. Yeah,
1: Really, really good. Now, while we're talking about maintenance, keep up with your own personal maintenance. You know, when you hit the road, it can feel like one big holiday. Yeah. And every time you rock up to a new campground, you have a new neighbour that comes over and says, you want to catch up for a sundowner. You know, you can get caught in a cycle and look, there's nothing wrong with that, but you do need to be taken care of yourself as well. So, mm-hmm. we're travelling to see this amazing country, get out, have a walk, you know, go for a hike, go for a swim in the ocean, just really look after yourself and your health on the road as well.
0: I think I'm very thankful that we have a five-year-old that wants to (laughs) kick a ball and run, (laughs) otherwise I would be a much larger human.
1: All right, here we go, (laughs) you take yourself with you, you know, are you a glass half full or are you a glass half empty person because that's probably going to be the experience that you have. So just Think about that. Keep that in the back of your mind.
0: It is a really great point. You know, it's we tend to find if if you've stubbed your toe, then you're just going to have a mm. stubbed your toe kind of day. So take a minute to breathe. Jump in the ocean. Mm.
1: Yeah. Look, we still have bad days. We definitely. It's normal life. It may be condensed into 17 square meters, which can actually heighten. He- yeah,
0: I actually think it. Uh, you know, certainly the way you act sometimes <laughs> exaggerates. <laughs> the uh scenario in uh, <laughs> all jokes aside it it does you know because you're in this confined space but as you joke about only having one door to slam it, you know you get over it pretty quick as soon as you step outside and go, oh, yeah, that's right, we're here.
1: Yeah, yeah, you really do. Look, we honestly feel like we are better people for it. We have a better relationship for it. We're a better family unit Mm -hmm. for it. So, you know, there are lots of positives for taking that leap, that, you know, that risk and uh, putting yourself outside of your comfort zone. Perfect. All right. Mm
0: Don't not go somewhere because of the good opinion of someone else. This is one of those times yeah. when we say, don't listen to those naysayers if it's something that you've dreamt of doing. You know, you've had this location experience mm-hmm. up on your board, up in your office space, and you've been dreaming about Then you finally get there. You meet someone and says, "Yeah, didn't rate it. Wasn't that good. Don't mm. bother.
1: Yeah. Ha! I know, we've been to some pretty amazing places mm-hmm. where, you know, we'll be walking in, for example, on a bit of a hike to go and see, you know, an incredible gorge or, or something naturally astounding. And you get a mix of people coming out, you know. One person will come out and say, oh, my God, it's amazing. You go- oh, wow. you're just going to be blown away. And then the next Spoiler person will alert. come out and go, yeah.
0: <laughs> Take it or leave it.
1: If it's somewhere you really want to go and it's somewhere you really want to experience, just do it. Just do it because then you don't have anybody else to blame. But if you don't go, then you're going to regret it.
0: Okay. There's always a spoiler alert on these walks, isn't there? <laughs> yes, there I always is. joke about that with Katie as you're walking in <laughs> and someone's walking out. They're like, oh, wow, wait till you do do And you're mm. like, no, 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 no. Yeah, let me
1: experience it. Okay, take a selfie or two or three or four. Get those family photos don't be embarrassed because there's other people watching on or there's people waiting mm. in line. Capture those memories. Who knows whether you will be back to this spot? And when you really think about it, those little images are what your kids are going to show their kids and so on and so forth. So take a minute to capture those memories.
0: Another really good point on that, Katie, is, you know, you've, you've hiked in somewhere four or five kilometres. You get to this epic waterfall and you feel like people are rushing you on because the next person's coming in the next. Yeah, you know, just take your time. Yeah, that's your reward after your effort. Take yep. a couple of minutes, enjoy it. You know, spend half an hour, sit down, have a, a wrap.
1: Yeah. Great advice. Yep. Yeah. Don't be in a hurry. Okay. If you are traveling to colder regions, so Tassie is the perfect example. And in fact, this is advice that some very good friends of ours gave to us before we went to Tasmania mm. the very first time in 2020. We had this realization oh, my goodness, we don't have clothing that's appropriate for the temperatures in Tasmania. It's cold down there. Yep. We don't own these big, bulky jackets. They said to us, don't worry. Just go over as soon as you roll off the ship, go to an op shop, pick yourself up your jackets, your scarves, your beanies, you know, your winter blankets, anything that you need to keep you warm while you're in Tassie. And then before you sail back to the mainland, Go back to the op shop, drop it all off. Ask for your money back.
0: No, don't do that.
1: (laughs) You are going to save space. You don't want to be travelling all of, you know, those seasonal things if you don't
0: have to. Particularly kids, you know, they grow out of these things in three months and you're like,
1: what? I
0: know. Stop growing your little bugger. Yeah, look, Uh, it's
1: great advice and we did that this time around in Tasmania as well.
0: Yeah, and we even uh, picked up Jasper, some hiking boots for $4.
1: Yeah, uh, you can't beat it. And it's good quality stuff, especially in Tassie when they all wear Kathmandu, you know. You're like, yes, that's a score.
0: The the state uniform. Okay, do a recce, Mm -hmm. again from the same family there, um, just at the base of the Blue Mountains in Sydney, said to us, do a recce, use the satellites from Google Earth to check if you can actually have a turning circle, you know. We have reversed a couple of hundred metres out Mm -hmm. of somewhere and. It's like a whole new level of stress when you have to do that, and you're blocking traffic, and people are bipping you and screaming at you, yeah. and it's heart, no fun.
1: Oh, it's horrible. And then you argue because you're stressed, and then it just ruins your day. Yeah. There are some really great apps that we have in our ebook that help with this situation as well. But you Psychic. don't. Yes awesome app yeah Yeah. you don't want to get caught in a situation like that or Mm. faced with a low clearance bridge for example or or something that you know you're too heavy to drive over so yeah always do a recce if you're unsure
0: okay don't sweat the small stuff i mean this is probably a common thread you're hearing slow down don't worry Mm. let it go and take your time Don't sweat the small stuff.
1: No, honestly, it it is so not worth it. And there's going to be a lot of small stuff, you know, particularly if you're starting out Mm. and you're adjusting to this new lifestyle and you're learning how things work. Mm. There's going to be lots of small stuff that feels like big stuff, but it's really small. Don't sweat
0: it. Do you know the best way to get your head into this way of thinking? Have a look on Netflix or Disney, Nat Geo, for anything about space. <laughs> <laughs> Makes you feel rather small and insignificant. Yes. It just sort of brings you back a peg and go, oh yeah, what am I worried about?
1: Yeah, it, it's actually a really good <laughs> thing to do. Great okay, advice. Okay, use
0: phones in two ways when reversing with your, your other half, your partner, whoever that is.
1: Yeah. Don't yell. You know, don't get out and try and shout at each other and, well, one, you can't hear each other, two, everybody else in the campground can hear you, which is going to draw their attention, which is going to put their eyes on you, which is going to put more pressure on you. You know, if you've got a way to communicate, do that on the phone or on the radio. I
0: know, you you roll in late to a van park or or some campground, I tell you what, you've got Biggest audience are all out there. All right, here comes the afternoon entertainment. Check this out. Yeah, look,
1: in all seriousness, we've actually had people walk their camp chairs out to the front of their site with their drink to watch us reverse in.
0: At Jacob's Well. Yeah. It was a really tight spot. And I said to Kate, you're kidding. Yep. <laughs> and, you know, we'd already been on the road a good year and a bit. So I just... Sucked it in, jump, straight in. Yeah, I think
1: they were really disappointed, actually. Their entertainment was done and dusted in a few minutes. (laughs) All right. A really good tip here is the goal system Mm -hmm. for the driver. Get out and look. Don't just rely on that other set of eyes telling you if the driver gets out, not only is he or she going to have a picture in their mind of where they're actually placing Mm -hmm. the rig, but it also does take that – sole responsibility of the guiding person bringing you in. You're working together as a team. Uh,
0: Edith Falls uh, in Northern Northern Territory. Amazing, amazing campground. Uh, one, of, one of our favourites. Wow. Two ways. You know, if you haven't got phone reception, did yeah, you say that already?
1: You, yeah, use your two ways. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Okay. Talk to the locals. G'day, All mate. Right. Get into the visitor information centres. You will have heard us say this a billion times. We yeah. love going into the VIX. We love meeting those passionate locals who are in there and can't wait to share all of the details about how amazing their town, their region is. Talking to the locals though, you find out the non-touristy things. You find out the hidden gems, the the real stories, the mm. where the real characters are. The goss. It's going to give you a much richer experience than if you just roll in and do what the tourist brochure tells you.
0: Perfect. All right, go out back, but be prepared. Yeah. In the ebook, we have dedicated a page of what you need to know before you go out back. Mm. We also have a dedicated YouTube episode on this as well with links, mm. all the links are all active in this document as well, so you would be able yeah. to press on it and go yeah. straight to that location. Oh, Pretty cool.
1: The Outback is amazing. It is oh, amazing wow. and mm. mind-blowing. And you know what I have found so fascinating is that every Outback is different. Yeah. Outback Queensland is so different to New South Wales, and then you get to South Australia, and it's completely different again. Wow. Northern Territory is just Mind-blowing
0: everywhere.
1: Uh WA, like every Outback is unique. Don't think because you've been to one Outback that you've seen them all because they are all so different.
0: That is so so good. The world's best backyard, we call it. Yeah. Well, we we
1: need to go Outback again and We do.
0: It's coming soon, actually. Ocean to the Outback.
1: All right, now. Look, just because you are living in a smaller space or, you know, you're camping doesn't mean that you have to give up some of those little luxuries, you know. You don't have to go, well, oh, well, we got to rough it now because we're, you know, living on the road. We still have our coffee machine. That was like – yes, if we weren't taking our coffee machine – I was not going, baby. So, you know, we still have our Nespresso machine. I still have my hair dryer and my hair straightener. We've got a little Dyson stick vacuum that is actually amazing to have on the road it because it's amazing, quick and easy. I love it. Don't give up those little luxuries. You don't have to. You don't have to rough it.
0: Okay. Download movies, have a flash drive. Have it for the kids and have it for yourself. I tell you what, you hit four or five days of constant rain, Mm. cabin fever sets in, (laughs) and you've got poor Patrol the movie on repeat. (laughs) Trust us. Your brain (laughs) is going to explode. Oh, my gosh. So – yeah, download some movies, put them on a flash drive. You don't know whether you're going to have any internet, particularly if there's bad weather or you are remote. Yeah. Have some stuff for yourselves to watch, you know, some good yeah. old classics. Great oh, technology
1: is amazing now. I mean, you can put so many movies on one tiny little flash drive. So it's right. also good from a storage and weight perspective as well.
0: Okay, don't worry about the kids missing out, particularly if you're taking them out of school. Mm. Uh, this is… The best living classroom, rolling classroom experience that you'll get anywhere. We meet ex principal school teachers that are taking a a gap year and they all look at us and go, this is the best education you can give your kids and yourself as a family unit.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And even on the social side, you know, we've we've talked to a lot of families who, you know, yes, okay, okay, we can get our head around the fact that we'll take them out. And, you know, as far as the schoolwork goes, they'll still learn on the road. But what about socially? They're going to miss their friends. Yes, of course, they're going to miss their friends. But There is an amazing network of people travelling this country. Everywhere we go, we meet other families. Jasper now is so confident as a five-year-old that he can walk up to a group of kids that are double his age, Mm. introduce himself and say, can I play? And they all say yes. (laughs) So the social side of things, I think, actually gets turned up a notch. They learn to be confident, resilient. Trust themselves. You know, there are so many elements to this. So, don't let that be an excuse mm-hmm. for why your family can't travel, even if it is only for a few months.
0: Self-reliant, self-realized little yeah, souls. Incredible. Amazing. Yep. All right. You won't see it all.
1: <laughs> that is so true. Look, this is a common comment that we get. It is a common theme from our audience you guys missed this spot. You know, you totally bypassed that. Why didn't you go there? You just can't. And there's a really beautiful side to this, you know, and we we remind ourselves of this all the time. Mm. We want to go back. You know, I want to go back to these places because they're amazing. We've got to leave something new to do when we go back, you know, and you just can't see it all. We met again mm. at Jacob's Well, our lovely neighbours there, They said to us, "We've been traveling full time for twenty-two years, and we are still yet to complete our first lap of Australia." You honestly, you can't see it all, but that's a real positive. You know, it just makes it so exciting to know.
0: And that gentleman, John, gave us the best secret recipe to a midgie budget buster, midgey buster that we have found, and that is also. On, secret, an, on not episode. so secret. I mean, that should be in the ebook. It is. Oh, it is. <laughs> awesome. Yet, yet to read myself.
1: <laughs> okay, put your awning in. Great idea. Always. Just get into that habit.
0: Particularly if you're going out for the day. Uh, you yeah. don't know what the weather's going to do. I mean, we would say if you can get ground dogs, our number one
1: Yes. Gear. Also in the ebook. Some good info on those.
0: Yeah. Grab them. But if you haven't got those, and you need to put your awning away. You don't want to be woken up at 2 a.m. with things flapping and worried about your awning getting ripped off. Things change, you know, weather changes. They don't always get it right at the bomb.
1: This is a lesson that we... Just seem to have learnt over and over and over again, you know, that 2 a.m. wake-up call, standing outside in your pyjamas, sometimes in the rain, trying to put the awning in because the wind's whipped up and it's annoying and jingling and keeping us awake.
0: (laughs) Oh, gosh. All right, be prepared to dig a decent hole. Be
1: prepared. What does
0: this mean? It means that at some point you're probably going to need to dig a hole to – dispose of your number ones and number twos.
1: Yes, well, m- more likely your number twos. Yes. Um, Especially if you are in some of these remote places where bathrooms can be a long way apart.
0: What we would recommend is that you have a separate bag for your toilet paper. And mm. the reason is, is because you'll get to some of these most beautiful, amazing yeah. places. It's rare, but it happens. And you lose your faith in mankind. In Australians, you just think, what, how did this... Happen. There's, you know, used toilet paper and stuff everywhere. Yeah. Uh, generally, though, it's because the hole has either not been dug deep enough mm-hmm. and critters dig it up and then, you know, that will ends up everywhere. Yeah. So it's generally more the toilet paper than the waste that yeah. is a problem. Yeah. So, yeah, just... Just think ahead, clean up after yourself. Yeah,
1: it's a it's a good point, actually. Yeah. Having, you know, those little small plastic bags, as much as we don't advocate for, you know, plastic bags, but having some little bin bags, mm. having some baby wipes in the car, it just makes it super easy. You can just take your rubbish with you. Um, you'll see a lot of comments on apps like Wikicamps for some of these free camps around the country where people are complaining because, you know, people don't – pick up after themselves and really i think more to paul's point it is that you know people just haven't been educated enough on taking that toilet paper with them so yeah keep australia beautiful that's why we're traveling
0: (laughs) all right last one here we go clockwise (laughs) versus (laughs) anti-clockwise we get asked this you know which way should we do our lap i mean we've done kind of like a figure eight zigzag it's all Mm -hmm. over the place dodging border closures and COVID over the last couple of years yeah uh the answer actually came from my brother, one of my younger brothers, said, well, obviously anti-clockwise. And I'm like, what do you mean? And he said, well, in Australia, we drive on the left-hand side of the road, which means it's the inside lane, which means the length is slightly shorter, which means that you'll save on fuel.
1: There you go. So if you are <laughs> uh, travelling to save on fuel for your budget, go that way. Look, there's no right or wrong in all seriousness. Um We certainly really haven't followed any direction other Mm. than, hey, let's go here. Yeah, that looks good. All right, let's go. So, yeah, make your lap or your travels on your terms. Travel on your terms. You don't just have to go a certain way Mm. because that's what everybody else does.
0: No, choose your own adventure. Okay. Yay. Here we are. The things we would do differently. We're going to try and get through this whole list. These are… Absolutely the things that we, you know, in hindsight wish we knew, wish mm. we'd heard about, done differently.
1: Yeah. I think the, f- the first real major one is, is just really knowing that, you know, you don't need everything brand spanking new. You don't mm. need it all before you start.
0: We absolutely thought we did. Look, would we do our vehicles differently? Yes, yes. Yeah, we would definitely get a shorter van, Mm -hmm. drop two or three feet off it, because the longer we do this, the less we realise we need. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And the more accessible we want to be as well. Mm -hmm. You know, and some of these amazing places around the country are, are quite tight for big, you know, family bunk vans, so it's worth mm. keeping that in mind as well. I mean, you've got kids, you've got to have bunks, right, but you certainly can reduce the size. We would take a few feet off.
0: Uh, amazing. Some of the designs, you know, in vans, three feet less than what we're currently, you know, around 20 foot mm. and still have – Full island bed, bunks, amazing. So there's plenty out there. Understanding the capability of your tow vehicle is a huge one. We would Mm -hmm. so do this differently, you know. Uh, The Hilux has not missed a beat, you know. Unbreakable Toyota, you love that, and you could get it repaired anywhere, any corner of Australia. So an amazing vehicle. But it's crazy, like, you know, if you're going to buy a new vehicle, then really consider the upgrades Mm -hmm. Mm pre-registration. In Queensland... You can get a GCM upgrade, which is a gross combined mass. That's the two vehicles, your tow vehicle and the the van or whatever you're towing, combined mass. You can get upgrades to your suspension uh, to really make that, uh, give you a lot more room, a lot more leverage and Mm. wiggle room with what you're towing and what you're putting into that vehicle, into Mm. those vehicles. If you do it after registration in Queensland, it doesn't change It's absolutely mental. Mm -hmm. It does not make sense, but that would be our best advice is really get past the marketing spin, three and a half towing capacity. Get past that and actually find out what you can put in those vehicles or what you need to do to make them have larger capacity.
1: Yeah, and legal. Great advice. And legal. Yes. Okay, we would have free camped so much earlier. We would have known that there's really not that much to be worried about and we were, we were so worried and we we stuck to caravan parks for easily the first year of our travels because that's where we felt safe and that's okay. Caravan parks are awesome. Yeah. But if you've got an inkling and you want to really get out there and yeah, every time we pull up at a free camp, we're like, yes, we're doing it. We're sticking it to the man. We're campers now. You know, we're off grid. We're really, this is living,
0: babe. I love it. Some of our favourite moments have been in those places. Oh,
1: incredible. It yeah. really is incredible. So we would have lost those fears earlier and realised, yes, we can do this.
0: Katie would have driven mm. more sooner. Yes. You know, really, it was the day before I broke my ankle did we put Kate into the driver's seat just in case, and mm. then the next day I broke my ankle. Yeah, uncanny. Unbelievable. So… You know, do the towing course. We've already talked about that plenty, but actually give yourself those runs and plan it out. Don't just spring it on your partner. Just say, hey, we're going to go down to the sports oval or this car park. We're going to put some cones out. We're going to practice reversing parking. You know, do some towing. Get out on a long stretch. Give yourself 80 kilometres and just. Yeah. Give it a bash. And yeah, sure. the more you do that, the more comfortable you will become.
1: Absolutely. Great advice. Okay. We would have weighed our vehicles earlier. We would have gone and had the big weigh-in, you know, figured out just exactly where we were. I think we were both maybe just a little bit nervous about, you know, facing up to that truth True. of yeah. possibly being overweight and what would we do and then, you know, how do we even – how do we deal with that?
0: Jasper? Yes, We're going to have to let you go. it's
1: time to go. Mm. In all seriousness, if you can do a vehicle weigh-in before you actually hit the road, oh, that would be the best advice. You are going to know exactly where you are. You are going to know exactly how to pack your van to ensure that you are staying underweight. You know, learn all of those little tips. Don't be scared about it because, mm. again, it's education and it could be life-saving education.
0: I loved how specific and finely tuned – the weighing uh, on the different scales across each axle mm. of each vehicle was. Mm-hmm. So you could shift things into different parts of the vehicle to give you a straighter driving line, much better balance. Mm. Really fantastic, clever stuff.
1: Yeah, and the education that Shane gave us too about, you know, just moving things around and, and knowing mm. how to pack your caravan and where to put the heavier items and all of that. It's priceless.
0: Okay, we would have let go of our fear much earlier. Let this let is a common go, thread through everything that go. we yeah, are speaking about. And that's not only on the original decision to mm. do it, uh, but – Our own safety and security, you know, and free camping, all of it. You know, just get out of your comfort zone. It's the juice of life.
1: Yeah. Oh, so beautiful. So well said. Okay, we would have thought about natural disasters and had a grab bag from the get-go. It actually randomly is something that we completely overlooked in our planning and even you know when we were discussing well what are the things that you're worried about before we hit the road never once did we talk about well what do we do in the event of a bushfire or a cyclone or you know major flooding we'd never spoken about that we were completely unprepared hence why we were caught out so our advice to you would be have that grab bag from the day you roll out of your driveway just in case
0: amazing. It is quite a scary experience to be confronted with, a, you know, a massive fire or a flash flood as we've mm-hmm. seen recently. And yep. yeah, be prepared.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And while we're talking about that, you know, have that emergency contact list. We spoke about it earlier. We do have templates for that in the ebook. But again, just be prepared on all of those safety side of things and God forbid you ever need to use them, but wouldn't it be better in a situation where you do need it to have it there rather than thinking, damn, we didn't do that.
0: Yeah, Mm. and I, you know, maybe a little bit too over the top, but back up, you know, and laminate. So I have a set in the van, set in in the car. Yep. Excellent.
1: Okay. We...
0: Oh, sorry, just the reason why I laminate is in case the weather is yeah. really bad or it gets wet you know, Oh, well, you we, spill your beer on it.
1: Well, yeah, right. We did uh, laminate our hitching and unhitching checklists as well because, I mean, there's plenty of times when you're doing that in the rain. Remember in the Blue Mountains? Oh, my God. And it rained for like a week and we had a foot of water out the front of yeah. our caravan. We'd step out of the van and into this massive puddle of water. Jasper could have done swimming lessons. Never been
0: So drenched.
1: And we just, we had to hitch up in it. We had to go. We had to get moving. It was like we were just standing fully clothed under the shower, (laughs) wasn't it? It was intense.
0: Biblical. Yes.
1: Okay. Have less stuff from the get-go. Okay, again, Mm. you don't need it all. You can't take it all. It won't fit. And just because you have those cupboards, don't fill them to the brim. Remember... You need to think about your weights and what you realise when you're on the road is that, mm, okay, we don't actually need that. I don't know why we even bought that or why we even mm-hmm. thought that we needed that.
0: Have we already shared the uh, story about Wayne? And, and the dots. Yeah. When we did our towing course, he said put a, a sticky coloured dot on every single item that comes into the van mm-hmm. and then you can just... Pull that off.
1: When you use it.
0: Yeah. I think we did share it in the last ep, but yeah, and great, then, great you advice.
1: Know, three months in, have a look around what's still got a sticky dot on it. Six months in, what's still got a sticky dot on it. Mm. If after a year you've got stuff in your van that still has a sticky dot on it, it's got to go because you are clearly not using it. Great
0: advice. All right. Meal planned better. And again, it, it reduces the, the stress between, yeah. you know, hangry – people and whoever it is that's angry. preparing the meal. Mm-hmm. We do take it in turns. We, as you would know if you watch our show, we do a lot of cooking and meals on the Weber. Mm.
1: Yeah, I love that. I love that about this lifestyle, being mm. able to cook outside and sit outside and, and just really immerse yourself in the environment. But meal planning is a big one. It's still an area, actually, that I think that I could improve yeah. in because it also then helps you to save money when you go to the grocery store. Excellent. Mm-hmm. We would have done a four-wheel drive training course a lot earlier. We would have done that before we left. I mean, we are, well, we definitely were four-wheel drive novices, mm-hmm. very lightweights, me especially. I still get a little bit nervous if we're off the beaten track and it gets a bit too wild. Um, so, yeah, that is a good idea. I- again, it's about education. It's about knowledge is power. It's about getting you slightly more comfortable with this new lifestyle. And it's exciting, isn't yeah. <laughs> it?
0: You know, it's been a long time between life lessons and you know learning from a teacher, a sensei. Yeah. So to have someone actually impart that knowledge with you and you walk away going, wow, I feel I encouraged. Yes. I, feel, I feel encouraged here. Yeah. Excellent. The best thing you can do. Yeah. We would have researched a lot more information around solar power, how to harness the energy of the sun, uh, lithium battery setups, you know, we we have just had some <laughs> some absolute whirlwind um experiences trying to get that sorted and yeah. and then when you finally get it right and things work, it's like life-changing, isn't it? it? Is. Yeah, it you really just, is. you feel like you've had the biggest win because it is a, a big expense. To, to be able to manage this, but to mm. get off grid more often because you aren't going to run out of power. Wow, what a gift.
1: Yeah. And look, I, I often feel like poor off grid camping gets a bit of a bad rap sometimes too because people, you know, they've got a new van. Let's get off grid. Let's go and, you know, do this. And then they go out there and they can only stay for a couple of days because they don't really know how to, you yeah. know, what's the setup with the solar and how does it work. And, We've run out of water and, we, you know, we're not prepared for it. And it really should be the opposite because it is amazing to be, you know, in the middle of a, a sheep paddock with your closest campers four kilometres down the road and, and a hot artesian spring coming up that you can bathe in and watch the sunset. It's amazing. Wow.
0: amazing.
1: So if you can understand – how the off-grid stuff works. Do a little recce, a practice yeah. in your driveway for a week before you go. You're going to have so much a better experience when you finally do get out there.
0: Okay, we said it before. The only silly question is the one that you don't ask. Mm. And this is in relation to the entire lifestyle, whether yeah. that's when you're at the van shows and the big, you know, camping and caravanning super shows, you mm. uh, Ask questions. Do not be embarrassed. You, you want to know this information. You do want to stretch yourself, change your perspectives, ask the experts or ask your fellow campers. Really mm. do ask that information and it's amazing how often people genuinely want to add value. They want to help. They want to give you this advice that they yeah. feel could make your situation or your life or your lifestyle better.
1: Yeah, awesome advice. All
0: right. Can you believe it?
1: There you go. Things we would do differently. Lessons we have learned after two and a half years, three years this year. I mean, it's just amazing to think, you know, time really does go so quickly. And this lifestyle is awesome. We we don't even want to think about stopping yet because we still feel like there's so much more to see. We still feel like from a, a you know, a personal point of view, we... We're stretching ourselves, we're putting ourselves out of our comfort zones, we're growing as people, we're growing as a family unit. There's still so much more. So hopefully mm. what we've shared with you over these last three episodes can help inspire you, can, yeah. can give you that little spark of determination or, or whatever it is that you are needing to really take that next step for your dream.
0: Look, the last thing I really want to say is that Australia has exceeded our expectations. (laughs) Beyond our wildest dreams have we been to places, met incredible people, had incredible experiences and got to share this as a family unit. It has made us better people. Mm. And for that, it does make your life better and it certainly does, you know, it's the, the pebble, that you drop in, it ripples out. You know your your attitude towards other people and your appreciation of what we have here in this incredible country, you know, improves every day. So, mm,
1: just awesome.
0: Look, you only get eighteen summers with your kids.
1: Yes, that is our quote for this episode. Yes, Ooh, doesn't that hit home hard when you really start to think about it? And then you assess what age your children are,
0: and you think, "Well, hang on a second, I've,
1: we've already had five. Like, we're on the countdown um,
0: already." Yes. All right. So that should hit you in your heart. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Nice. We'll leave you with that one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. We will wrap it up there. Thank you so much for being a part of our journey. Some exciting things ahead for us. We've got some live speaking events. We've got our Channel 31 TV show, Absolutely Kicking Goals, our podcast, our YouTube channel. We will have some live Q&As coming up later in the year. Yes,
1: lots of really, really good stuff. And again, all with that hope to add value and just really enhance your experience as well.
0: Now, we are going to be taking the next two weeks off from actually delivering content.
1: Yeah, woohoo!
0: I know. We are a little bit excited. Some really great downtime for us to reconnect with our family, get some hugs happening yes. um, before we hit the road again. Exciting travels ahead for the rest of the year. All right, that's it from us. We will say for now, dream big, look after yourself, look after your family. And happy trails.